another day, another podcast. You guys, it's the best day of the week. It's Wednesday. Amen. And that means we are talking to you about books. It's okay? the best day of the week. It is the best. Honestly, because for me, it's like a slump day. It's like right in the middle. Mm. You can either get re-energized for your week or you can kind of just like, you're like, oh, it's a nothing day. Yeah. But because you are listening to us, Come on. it means you're making this Wednesday the best day ever. Come on. You're starting this day off right with the best podcast out there. And if yes. you really think that, give us a five star. <gasps> wow. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys, we're going to do this little, we're going to do a little tea time, a little yeah, catch up. We're so, spilling some tea. Yes. Mar, how have you been? What have you been thinking about? What's oh, on your mind? You know, I've been doing it. You know, oh. we've been getting through it. Okay. I think life is a gift. From God. Wow. Amen. You are just like <laughs> pulled out of freaking pulpit and you're like, let me tell you. Okay. The life is a gift. It's short living. It like, is so good. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, oh yes, I have my, you know, my own youth ministry. It's God's ministry, but whatever. I'm the youth pastor now of all these kids. Okay. And this it's been growing. And these kids, they're gangsters, y'all. Like, I mean like gangsters. <laughs> Street, don't give a crap about your feelings, cyber gangsters. I'll be sitting there and watch, like, they literally be like, stop talking. And I'd be like, I should be telling you to stop talking, but I'm patient and loving. So I'm going to laugh it off as if it didn't hurt my feelings, but I will cry about that later because how dare you? Like, <laughs> they're, they're brutal, they're mean, but I love them. It's so weird. I've never, like, and it's probably because they're kids, yeah. you know, because I've never had someone so mean to me and me love them so much. Tell me why that was my exact experience being a middle school teacher. Like we're, or we're here middle school kids. I was like, oh, no one could ever be so hurtful, but require me to be the adult here yes. and love them. But I was like, you are so mean, but I cannot let you know that you are mean. This generation is mean, y'all. Scary. But anyways, doing good. The kids are doing good. They're having fun. You know, the... I love it. I love it. So my weeks have been, honestly, they've been like filled with joy when every Wednesday, y'all. After this, I go straight there. Wow. Love that for you. Um, You know what I've been thinking about a lot? Have you heard of Pookie Nation? What the (laughs) heck? Pookie Nation? What? (laughs) What is that? It's this guy on social. No. (laughs) Oh my gosh. No, it's this guy on social media and he he's literally, he was, had like maybe 20,000 followers or something, which is still a ton. That's a lot. It's yeah. a lot, but he had 20,000 followers and he's just this like obnoxious, like very corny guy, but his whole bit, his like shtick is that he calls like, he. it's basically like he has a parasocial relationship with you, the follower. So his joke is like, he is dating you. That's Dad. his thing. So literally, he'll like every single time, every one of his videos is like him going through uh, like a Starbucks line or whatever. And then he'll get something and he'll be like, okay, take a bite. You first. <laughs> and it's like so nice. And he calls them pookies. And it's literally the funny thing. Where did that come from? He went, I think he, never mind. <laughs> I don't want to go there. But basically, he went from 29,000 followers to 4.4 million. No way. In the span of like two weeks. And he's literally been on the news. I bet. They, that's what on happens. the news. And so I just was like thinking about it so much this week of what is he on the news for? Well, see, How that's the thing. How does someone go? They have people working literally seeing who is the next rising person because they want to be the first person to interview them and like give but them that I'm platform. I'm just saying substance wise. He's calling <clears> us pookies. 
Why is he getting to be on the news? The news was a place where it was like, you needed this information. Yeah. I don't need some guy shoving a freaking Starbucks croissant <laughs> in my face. <laughs> you me you But honestly, if you guys have heard of him, his name's Prague, and I need to know. Wow. If, yeah, if you have heard of him. And- Prague Pookie. Oh. That's a name. <laughs> Pee-pee for sure. No. <laughs> <laughs> Literally terrifying. No, it actually has been taking up too much space in my mind because I'm like, how does this guy? Every time you get a drink, you're like, you, you first. <laughs> no, but I'm, just, I'm just like, what is our news anymore? Like, why is this guy getting to be on the news? The news also wants to be entertaining to keep people to want. No, to that their needs channel. to then have clear defined lines. Entertainment is for the movies and for the industry and for the mm-hmm. media, and the news is for the news. And Good Morning America. Oh. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Good Morning America is all just that. They interview like celebrities and. True. There are some, I guess, outlets that are just for enjoyment. But I guess I just was more like, it just started this whole train of thought in my brain of like, why is that something that happens now? I just feel like it couldn't happen yeah. 20, 30 years ago because there was not social media. So I literally this TikTok could not just happen. Is he on TikTok? TikTok. I think that's the thing, though, because there's so many people on TikTok. It's so easy to get viral because so many people are watching your videos no matter what. And so I think that's why. Like, there's so many, there's more people on TikTok than there is on YouTube, on Instagram. So Fair there's fine. more to go around. Wow. Anyway, that's my tea time. That's what's been in my I brain. I love that <laughs> when we ask, how are you doing? You're like, okay, but prog pookie. Prog. Like, that's how I'm doing. Has, if you're a real listener, you go to our thing right now and do hashtag prog pookie. Actually, no, just do hashtag pookie. Hashtag pookie bear. <laughs> okay, you guys, let's get into this episode, this little EBTB situation. Okay, the book we're talking about is Autumn by yes. Ali Smith. Yep. And I'm not going to lie to you. This looks right up my alley. I am very excited. I did pick it. um, (laughs) And so I am very excited about it. But it just looks interesting. And it was published in 2017. Yes. Yep. We... Got that wrong when we were comparing notes um, because Wikipedia lies, people. Don't go on there. You know, you can go on Wikipedia for your own information. But who who is going on there spending their free time doing that? Me. Oh. (laughs) Me. Did you do that to mess with me? You changed it to 2016 and then back. (laughs) She's like, I know she's going to be looking it up today. (laughs) Pick me, girl. Can you imagine doing that? Like just putting your name in Wikipedia randomly. Oh, okay. Well, it came out in 2017, you guys. And this is part of a seasonal quartet of books. So essentially, yeah. she wrote one for each season, um, spring, summer, winter. Which I think it's so cool. Are you supposed to read it in that season? I do that. Like, there are books <gasps> wow. that are set. Like, there was a book called After Dark. And it was all about, like, the lives of people that lived, like, after dark. So literally the hours that most people go to sleep. It was, like, all the people that stayed awake and worked or did whatever. And I only read it at night. So, like, when the sun would go down, I, like, after wow. bedtime, whatever, I'd only read at night. And it just added so much to, like, <gasps> the experience. Yeah, so you like, two book reviews in one today. <laughs> after Dark, check it out. <laughs> it's by uh, Haruki Murakami. It's very What is good. with you in these names? Pookie Wookie, Haruki Murakami. Like, <laughs> that, he is good. one of my favorite authors. He is so good. The first book I read, guys, sorry, we're going off. The first book I read by him was called 1Q84. And it's like a 1,200-page book. It oh, jeez. absolutely, ma- like literally it's massive. I don't know why I picked it up when I was at the bookstore, but it looked so interesting. Immediately hooked. I think I took it home for Christmas like two years ago. And the whole holiday, I was just like binging it every Dang. second I got Did you finish it in yeah. the holiday? Oh, wow. it was insanely good. Like loved it. But anyway, that's what got me onto his writing. And so- 
Anyways, yes, I think you should read this book in autumn. So that's why we're reviewing it now for you so that in November, if you're kind of like, oh, I want to pick up a book, or maybe this one could be yeah, for you. true. So give us a little insight, Mar, into what this book is about. Yeah, basically, um, this book is kind of based off of a place where there is no time, where time is kind of linear. And I think that this book really... <clears throat> From what it sounds like, since we did not read this book, this is everything but the book series, it's a story with a lot of riddles and deeper meanings inside of it, but then also with a lot of humor, which I think is really cool. Some people said that something can go over your head and they think that it was maybe focused a little bit too much on riddles and things like That's that. That's going to be exactly what I like. Exactly. I already know it. It's going to be like stupid and stuffy and like very like literary. But I'm going to love like it. I like stuff like that. I love it. And that's the one some... Somebody said, too, it's a good book to make you think. Love it. And so, like, that's kind of what this is. And so we see these two characters. We've got a man named Daniel. Daniel, 101. Crazy. Oh, <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> 101, because this goes back and forth between the year 2016 and about 16 years prior to that. 16? No, 30 no. years. Yeah, it, basically, it's Daniel and Elizabeth. Daniel's 101. Elizabeth is 32. And then it goes back to when they first met, when she was literally like 13 and he was, she was 82. Eight. Oh, okay. Well, she was very young, yeah. 13 or eight, and he was 82. And it was how they are so neighbors growing years. up next to each other and how they become friends, which is like very, very odd, obviously. Like if you are eight to 13-year-old child, become friends with your 80-year-old neighbor would be strange. But she became friends with him because she was given an assignment yep. um, from her school to write about a neighbor. Yeah, <clears throat> she got an assignment where it's like you need to get to know your neighbor basically and write about their lives. It was like an interview. And so, but we see that her mother, um, don't know her name, but her mother does not really want Elizabeth to go over there, whether it's the age gap, whether it's something else. She wasn't very comfortable with it. And she asked Elizabeth to just write whatever, make up a story. You know, it's okay if you lie for this assignment. I just don't want you going over there. And Elizabeth decides to go over there. I mean, rightfully so. We love an honest queen. To go over there, and that's how she starts to get to know Daniel. He tells her stories and things like that. But this book is really, I think, very interesting since there are these riddles. It starts with Daniel washed up on an island, and he's naked. Yikes. And he's 100 years old when this happens, but he looks down at his body, and he's like, why am I younger than what I am? Oh, and it kind of plays into this reference where they give re- they give references of Peter Pan and Alice in Wonderland, where this island that he is washed up on is kind of like the Lost Boys, right? Where you get there oh. and you never age, you're forever young. And so the island that he's living on and the island that Elizabeth is living on, time, it just, it doesn't work the same way real life does. So he's 100, but he doesn't look it. Interesting. Yeah. That's really weird. Well, I, and I feel like too, the whole idea of like, it sounds like he is very into like art. Like he was like very knowledgeable of art. And so of like, as a result of his like influence on her, Elizabeth is like an arts lecturer at a London university. And so it does sound like from what you're saying, what I was reading, it's very like fluid as far as like, um, lessons and meaning like it sounds like there's a lot that you're going to be reading in between lines on this one yeah they even say that there's like kind of references to it's like it gives you like a shakespearean kind of vibe like when you're reading it as well which is kind of really cool they've got a lot of elements in here ali smith seems to have done a really good job of balancing these things to make you think but then also to make you feel like 
that you're having a good time while reading it as yeah. well. That sounds so interesting. I, I read a quote that she said she wants to explore what time is and how we experience it. Yeah. I thought that was really interesting too because I actually think about that a lot of like how when you're a kid, you know, if you say, okay, we're doing this at the end of the week, it's like, oh my gosh, that feels like forever. If you said the end of a year, goodbye. I literally couldn't even remember when the end of a year was. It feels so long. And then now as an adult, I'm like, oh my gosh, like the end or one year's time mm-hmm. is so quick. So I like this idea that she's kind of like playing with what is time and how people experience it because truly you can have one calendar year and people can experience that year completely differently as far as like it can feel so quick, it can feel like forever. So I just thought that that was like a really interesting note on like what this book can be about. Sounds like there's a ton in here. There is. And so I we thought it would be really good to read the description to you guys of this book. And this book was actually a Man Booker Prize finalist. And I love the Man Booker Prize. I follow that and just the Booker Prize. And it's very, very good. Like the books that actually win or are shortlisted or longlisted for usually end up being on my like to reads list. Nice. So literally the fact that this is on there, I'm like, of course, like yeah. it's going to be good. It's literally, the, apparently to Google, it's basically a four out of five stars, which is like, I think pretty good, pretty high pretty up there. Pretty good. Um, and so this is what the description says. It says that the first novel in Al, Ali Smith's seasonal quartet is an unforgettable story about aging and time and love and stories themselves. Autumn, season of mist and mellow fruitfulness. Two old friends, Daniel and Elizabeth, born in 1984, look to both the future and the past as the United Kingdom stands divided by a historic once-in-a-generation summer. Love is won, love is lost. Hope is hand-in-hand with hopelessness. The seasons roll around as ever. A, 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 a luminous meditation on the meaning of richness and harvest and worth. Autumn is the first installment of Ali Smith's seasonal quartet, and it casts an eye over our own time. Who are we? What are we made of? Shakespearean melancholy and sheer bright energy of 1960s pop art. Autumn is wide ranging in time scale and light footed through histories. That's like gorgeous. Just to listen to. I'm like all those words. I'm like beautiful. I was, I was struggling. <laughs> It was melancholy, but you were almost there. You almost nailed that one. (laughs) I was like, I skipped a few words. Yeah, she's like, Malachni. And I'm like, ooh. (laughs) I tried. No, you did so good. I honestly think that this book, I will absolutely read it. I'm going to order it regardless. I'm like, it sounds so interesting. It does. Honestly, I'm so intrigued to listen to it. Like, as an audiobook reader, like, I'm really hoping that they have like the different character You're voices. You're not allowed to listen to it in two and a half times speed though. I will I, tell well, you that. I would do this, this one, you have to really yes. like sink your teeth into it. For feels sure. Like. Yeah. yeah. Actually, this is the type of one where it's like, I want to buy and like hold it. Like, <gasps> yeah. Honestly, I'm getting kind of excited about I it. I think too though, I love books, like reading them in the time it's meant to be read. Like this is literally yeah. autumn. The whole idea is that she's writing in this setting that's putting you in the things that feel like very autumnal to you. So maybe it's like, maybe reflecting, maybe some people get sad during the holiday time. Like this kind of, all these feelings that you get in this time of year, she's literally writing to that. Yeah. So I think it'd be perfect time to pick up this book and read I'm, it. I'm like, I'm genuinely so excited to read it. Like even, I didn't realize I was this excited until we started talking wow. about it. Honestly, I'm kind of like, I kind of want to go home and start reading it because like, 
Well, I'm very intrigued now to figure out, like, what was this relationship like between Daniel and Elizabeth? We know, just to put it out there, it was not a sexual thing. It was a friendship thing. Yeah. It was very, you know, but I want to I know how does that happen between an 8-year-old and an 82-year-old? It, it makes me think that maybe she looked at him as, like, a grandpa. And, right. like, let me put my wisdom on you that I've learned. But also interesting because this time here, it, it's linear and it's it's changes in weird ways. And so he's in a young body, but a hundred, well, 82 years old at the point where she meets him. So it's just interesting. Yeah. And so I just think it's so crazy because there's this one part that I read that kind of stuck out to me about Elizabeth. Okay. So it starts off with Elizabeth and she's at the post office and she's kind of the post office in this island is kind of like a place between life and death. And so like when I think of Peter Pan and the Lost Boys and the island that they were on, it's like, Maybe like it's like it's like a place of make believe you can just be young forever. And so it's just interesting that that's what they called it in this book. She gets a ticket, but it never gets called. So she's forever in this post office at the age of 32 and it never gets called because this is going back between 2016 and about 20 years prior. And so at in 2016, when she's 32 years old, she's in the post, post office. She can't leave because time is linear and they want to keep her there as if there's like a reason why she's there. And I want to know why they won't let her leave this dang post office. And she's like, and the reason why they think it's like a place between life and death is because they're like, well, where do you want to go? And she goes, I don't know. Like, Maybe I'll, like, I'll just sit here and wait and find out. Like, like it's like a waiting place for her. And I was like, did she die? And like, this is like, I don't know, but I'm intrigued. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah, we're reading this, I think, for sure. I know. I'm this- <laughs> Next week, we're doing it, baby. No, next week, we're reading a little... Ooh, that's a teaser. Ooh. Next week, we're reading... Um, ah. We'll just say it's a book about <clears throat> a pop culture icon. <gasps> And it's Britney. <laughs> I was trying to be, I was trying to be so subtle, and you were like, "This is what we're doing." No, but no, yeah, you guys, before. it's exciting. So get ready for that. But yes, this. I think we absolutely should read this book. I think we should. I feel like you should re-say that. I think it's okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Honestly, Joel taught us that. Now he's gonna be so annoyed. <laughs> he did. <laughs> But yeah, guys, I think we're going to read this book. I don't know how I'm feeling about it, how you're talking about it. I think we should read it. Yeah. So let us know if you want us to review it. Otherwise, it'll just be a wonderful recommendation for you guys to put in your back pocket this fall and decide if you want to go read it or not. Yep. So guys, we hope you enjoyed another episode of our EBTB. We took a little break from it for spooky season. We couldn't handle it, so we we're did. back. <laughs> spooky season was too much for us. It was just a little, just creepy crawly. All the books. I yeah, hated it. But, honestly. I mean, it's fine. <sighs> We're not getting into it, never mind. <laughs> but we hope you enjoyed this uh, episode of EBTV, and we will see you next week for our extra special memoir. Bye. Bye. <laughs>